movement, proclaiming resurrection in the Episcopal Church. My name is Holly Powell. I'm a layperson and a member of Christ Church Cathedral in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Brendan O'Sullivan-Hale, and I am also a layperson, and I'm a member of the Episcopal Church of All Saints in Indianapolis, Indiana. This podcast is about the intersection of liturgy and life, as seen through the lens of the Collects in the Book of Common Prayer. Now, collect is kind of a funny-sounding word, but actually it's just another word for prayer, and it's spelled like collect, as in you might collect Peter Rabbit merchandise, (laughs) including the Peter Rabbit Naturally Better Classic Gift Set, the Peter Rabbit Party Garland, the Kids Preferred Peter Rabbit Classic Collectible Plush, Classic Collectible Plush, and, Classic collectible plush. Say yeah, that five that's times hard fast. to say. And the Peter Rabbit Organics 100% vegetable and root puree with peas, spinach, and apples. Blew. Yeah. Okay, I guess. Uh, Peter Rabbit Organics veggie squeeze pouches are loaded with 100% organic fruits and vegetables, making it easy for you to get your daily dose of goodness. Sounds yummy. And I like all of those things individually. Indeed. Who doesn't? Well, lots of people. Yeah. Anywho, ironic, Brendan, and I'm sure totally coincidental that you chose Peter Rabbit for your collection because today we are talking about the feast day of the confession of saint peter what did he do um i can't tell you (laughs) (laughs) it's it's privileged because he confessed it well maybe we should just pray about it first (laughs) we should this day is on monday january 18th so it just so happens this year to coincide with another holiday in america the observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Oh, so it does. Yeah, so I know um, my parish is having an event for that and and will not be having a, a celebration of the Confession of St. Peter. Hmm. Anyway, let's say the collect. Page 238 of your Book of Common Prayer. Almighty Father, who inspired St. Peter first among the apostles to confess Jesus as Messiah and son of the living God. Keep your church steadfast, steadfast upon the rock of this faith so that in unity and peace, we may proclaim the one truth and follow the one Lord, our savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Amen. Woo. Good thing. I'm not confessing. (laughs) That was not pretty. Sorry, guys. Well, so let, let's do a quick word um, about uh, about what this feast day is. Let us do that. Peter did not confess in the sense that he did something criminal and was caught by the cops. Indeed. Uh, the particular event that we are talking about here is when Jesus asks a question of the disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And the disciples say, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, other people say, uh, you're Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And Jesus says, but who do you say that I am? And Peter answers, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. That's in Matthew's version. 
And, and, and only in Matthew's version, right? It's definitely not the same in Mark. Let me check Luke here. No, sorry. I, I'm misreading this little passage I was looking at. It, it happens the same in, in multiple Gospels, but only in Matthew does Jesus then say that I will build my church upon you. You're the rock upon which I will build my church because you said this. Right, right. And the word confession here, and I'm quoting here from Stars in a Dark World by Father John Julian, uh, he says, the word confession is used in the title of this feast in a sense which is virtually obsolete except in ecclesiastical realms. Etymologically, it is a combination of the Latin word fateri, meaning to declare or to avow, and the pre prefix con, meaning altogether or thoroughly. And so it carries the meaning to acknowledge, to recognize, or to declare. And it refers here, of course, to Peter's acknowledgement of Jesus as the Messiah. Huh. Kind of a, a weird word, but that's what it comes from. So this is a pretty big deal. This is the first time that Jesus in the Gospels, and, and not to say he hasn't said it before, but by blessing Peter after he after Peter says, you're the Christ, you're the son of the living God, Peter, and Jesus agrees. Right. That's the first time that Jesus proclaims that he is, in fact, the son of God, as far as this little passage I'm reading says anyway. Right. Although uh, there, there are interesting differences between the passage in Matthew, which is what you'll hear if you go to a Eucharist on St. Peter's Day, where Peter says, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, etc., and on, on this rock I will build my church. In Mark's version, here's the quote, he asked them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, you are the Messiah. And Jesus sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Kind of a big difference there. Yeah. Random aside, again, from my favorite liturgical resource and Christian resource, Wikipedia, I, I've always wondered this whole deal with Peter being called the rock upon which the church is built. And apparently that is a little bit of cool wordplay, as the word Peter in Greek is Petros, and the word rock is Petra. Um, it was kind of a little bit of a sneaky wordplay right, the old, right. the old Gospels. I guess that's probably something smart people know, but not so much me. Yeah, so it's not obvious uh, in English translation that there's actually a pun happening here. Right, exactly. One other thing that's really significant about this feast day is not just Peter's recognition of who Jesus is, but it's also the geographical location uh, of where this is happening. The confession occurs while Jesus and his disciples are in the region of Caesarea Philippi. And that is the furthest north that Jesus went during his earthly ministry. Uh, from the point that these words are said forward, they're on the road to Jerusalem. So, uh, and to the cross. So you have this happening at really a pivotal point uh, in the gospel and in Jesus' ministry, that just as the disciples uh, begin to recognize who Jesus is, that's when they start on the path to the cross. So should we talk about the collect a bit? Huh, that's an interesting concept, Brendan. Okay. <laughs> you know, starts out kind of giving us the background a little bit of what of what's happening. Almighty Father who inspired St. Peter first among the apostles to confess Jesus as Messiah. 
Cool. Okay. So far, so good. Yeah. Uh, keep your church steadfast upon the rock of this faith. There are two interesting things that, that, that jump out uh, to me here. One is that in the attribution, uh, we're saying that God inspired Peter to confess Jesus as Messiah. Uh-huh. Uh, in other words, Peter didn't figure it out. It was divine inspiration uh, that revealed this to him. There's a scriptural reference here. So where this is happening in Matthew, Jesus says to Peter, Blessed are you, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So anyway, I just think that's an interesting point. Uh-huh. The other thing is going back to uh, what Jesus says you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. I think it's interesting what the prayer says here. Keep your church steadfast upon the rock of this faith. Right. So what What faith? Um, well, I think the faith is uh, the faith that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. I think that's mm-hmm. the faith that is being referred to here. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some ways, this is... Uh, kind of a proto-creed, you know, uh, clearly um, a lot more succinct than the Nicene Creed, uh, right. but a fundamental statement of the Christian faith. Yeah. Keep your church focused on the fact that Jesus is is God. I'm down. Right, right. But I, I do think it's worth noting here that, you know, Jesus' phrase is very commonly interpreted that uh, the church is built on Peter, uh, but there's another possible reading, and uh, this, in fact, at least uh, Stars in the Dark World asserts, is the reading that the early church fathers made when interpreting uh, this passage, was that when Jesus says, on this rock I will build my church, he's not referring to Peter. He is referring to Peter's statement. Am I not, I mean... You probably know much more about this than I do, but isn't this whole section of Matthew the the passage that informs the idea of apostolic succession? Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. So I, you know, this whole idea that you have this lineage of bishops going all the way back to Peter, uh, who was given unique authority by Jesus, uh, it hinges at least in part on this passage. Yeah. And I'm into apostolic succession. I really like it. I, I like the I, idea I that there's this sort of lineage of, of hands touching each other that go all the way back to Jesus. The documentation on it is a little bit sketchy, but I think the concept sure. is awesome. Hands touching hands, <laughs> reaching out, <laughs> touching, touching me, me. <laughs> touching you. Sorry. <laughs> oh boy we just lost more listeners (laughs) don't know if we have more to lose (laughs) how could how how could someone be unhappy about us breaking into sweet caroline in the middle of a discussion about saint peter how well obviously this is what was going to happen (laughs) obvs So we're talking about, you know, praying to keep the church steadfast. I cannot say steadfast. (laughs) I want to say steadfast. Steadfast on the belief that Jesus is God so that we will proclaim the truth in unity and peace. I, I think it's a lovely message. 
I have no beef with the prayer. I am down with this prayer. You know, in in contrast to us uh, piling on to last week's prayer. Yes. uh, This one, I'm going to give a solid A. Yeah, I dig it. Do you know who wrote it? No. The Reverend Dr. Massey Shepard Jr. Of course he did! (laughs) Man, liturgical superhero. I love his collects, mostly. He's really good at this. Yeah. Yeah, mostly. Um, an interesting footnote to this prayer is that I'm not sure if this is something that you've ever heard of, Brendan. I certainly, it kind of vaguely struck a nerve with me when I was doing some research, but this prayer kicks off the week of prayer for Christian unity. Huh. Are, are you familiar with that? No. It is an international Christian ecumenical observance which is kept annually between the 18th of January and the 25th of January. And it's incorrectly named because it is actually an eight-day, an octave, an eight-day observance, not a week. Mm. But what if? It started in the early 1900s in the Roman Catholic Church and now has been adopted by the World Council of Churches to be recognized by the Anglican Communion, the Baptist Church, the Lutheran Church, the Methodist Church, uh, many Orthodox churches, and it is a a series of of praying for eight days uh, for the church to be one. Last last week we talked about the unity of the church, and uh, here we are. Yeah, yeah. This is arguably a better prayer for the unity of the church than the prayer for the unity of the church. Yeah, yeah. I wish we had like a Wayback Machine and we could tell our listeners that. <laughs> like uh, like on Mr. Peabody and Sherman. What? Mr. Peabody and Sherman, the show, that the like, kids show from the 70s or whatever. Um, huh. They have a time machine that they call the Wayback Machine. Okay. I, maybe that's where the, the, ref, the pop cultural wording comes from, but I've never, uh, I didn't watch that show, I guess. It was on Rocky and Bullwinkle at first, and then it mm. kind of became its own thing. But anyway, uh, it's recently been remade, and my daughter loves it. It's <laughs> like kind of a history thing. Like every week they get in their Wayback Machine and go to a different period of history, like the, the pyramids or Leonardo da Vinci's house, and talk to historical people. And huh. so. I, That's the sort of thing I would have really been into. Well, I feel like... Maybe. I feel like I had a terrible childhood now. Yeah, I mean, I think that you should feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late to get into therapy, Brendan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or to confess, as St. Peter did. Right, right. One other little minor note about, about this is that this is not St. Peter's feast day. This is the feast of the confession. Right, right. Yeah, so uh, you'll get a chance to celebrate all of the other events of Peter's life, like him jumping naked into the Sea of Galilee after the resurrection later on on June 29th. But on June 29th, we celebrate Peter and Paul together. This day is just for Peter. Right, right. Enjoy your special day, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean it's time for the Twitter challenge? I think it does. Okay, go ahead. All right. Um, I came in at 134 characters, and I don't have room for a hashtag. So. Okay, okay. 
Simon Peter and Dwayne Johnson have the same nickname. Guess that means they're both agreed The Mummy Returns was the best movie ever. I am so afraid because I totally also went with the Dwayne Johnson thing. No way. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's hear yours. church is cooking it's unity it smells like chicken hashtag confession of saint peter (laughs) (laughs) oh wow that is great oh we have really started to mind meld and it's problem yeah yeah we have the person who it's probably most problem for is frank (laughs) yeah the official linguist of the collect call (sighs) i liked Mm. the mummy returns I never saw it. Hmm. Sorry, yeah. Dwayne. Sorry, Simon <laughs> Peter. <laughs> to, into all rocks everywhere. Yeah. Well, if you would like to tell us about your favorite Dwayne Johnson movie and or um, confession of Simon Peter, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at the College Call or on the email box at thecollectcall at acts8movement.org. And you can find our parent organization, the Acts 8 Movement, at acts8movement.org or on Facebook or Twitter at acts8movement. Our music is Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence by Aaron DeVries, distributed under a Creative Commons license. And you can find more of Aaron's music and one piece of our own music at (laughs) badgerland.bandcamp.com. And uh, join us next week for the uh, conversion of St. Paul. Spoiler alert, it works. Holly! Sorry. Mm. (laughs) Let all mortal flesh keep silence And with fear and trembling stand Ponder nothing earthly-minded For with blessing in his hand Christ our God to earth descended Our full homage to